time has come to crown our queen. Ladies, I've made my decision. The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, America's next drag superstar, is... Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been waiting two seasons to make that <laughs> clip. <laughs> we have we have uh, put it out into the universe. We have put that clip on the end of many many pop culture references, mm-hmm. and we finally have come back all the way around. I think what makes that clip so beautiful to me is that the crown and scepter was handed to Sasha Colby by Willow Pill, who is shit. featured saying shit in that <laughs> clip. Imagine like like just writhing in fear when you hear her name mm-hmm. only to win that season so that you can crown her the next season i mean i i like you can't make that shit up no it is you couldn't script this if you wanted to the producers couldn't have figured this out and as much as we want to believe that they've got magic wands no this is just this is just the magic of a full circle of a full circle moment while carrie's in the audience i hope Alyssa hunter Ah. was in the audience somewhere just to make sure everyone present the music to donna to donna was somewhere in the audience um donna to donna was in the audience somewhere please welcome to the stage (laughs) donna Donna to donna donna (laughs) the fourth queen in that clip donna to donna um yeah it it really what a beautiful like conclusion to this (laughs) to this to quote sasha golby period yeah exactly she put a period on it she put a period on this you know curse from continental winners on drag race she she won it feels right like granted anitra definitely could have won mistress luck sure but like anitra you know we were we could have seen the the gag that Anitra won, but uh, there, I think I turned to you, Marys that are listening. We Colin and I watched the finale together in Manhattan. Yes, yes, <laughs> it I was like it was like a meeting of the Golden Girls. It was just <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, my favorite part about it is, and we were there with Sister Mary Topher, and like the finale, I I I have been laughing about this all weekend. How like by around nine o'clock, like all of our tanks were empty, and we just kept it. <laughs> we what, stopped talking. What time yeah. is it? Do you know? I guess there's another commercial break. What? There's more jinx. And I was just like, oh, get the check, get the check, get the check. I want to go home. Like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It was my tank was empty when we were leaving that bar, and they were like starting up some new shit. I was like. I was like the, the kids trying to get out of the prom when Carrie was covered in blood. I was like, just let me get out of here, you know? Yeah, I was Sally Field picking up her kids from Daniels. You yeah. Know, let's get out of here. Um, yeah, the the finale, when it ended, I, I just, it felt right. It felt like, oh, thank God. God and I there's no no hate on the other contestants it's just very it was very satisfying that it started with her winning the season and it ended with her winning the season yeah and you know I I feel like when it got down to the final lip sync like it was very reminiscent of the Oscars and the whole time I thought oh Angela Bassett's gonna get best supporting actress it's gonna happen it's gonna be Angela Bassett and then as they were like reading the nominees names I was like no 
it, of course it's not going to be it's going to be Jamie Lee Curtis of course and so in this situation Sasha Colby was the Jamie Lee Curtis where it was like oh no of course Sasha Colby's going to win this like come on but uh I oh I I don't I don't like this analogy at all <laughs> well you take it take it for what it's worth in my experience of the like oh this person seemed so obvious to uh -huh. win through okay. so much. And Got now it. it was like in the last yes. moment, okay. it was like replace it with other, whatever names don't bother you. Uh, it, you know, I, this reminds me of Michelle Yeoh where it's like, Oh, well maybe, maybe, maybe she won't win. Oh, she won. Oh, oh good. Of, co of course she won. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I, you know, I mean, in this, in some cases, I looked at, if we're going to compare it to best actresses, I almost thought that Sasha Colby was the Kate Blanchett of the race, or it was just like, oh, the queen giving like this monstrous towering performance. And then there's, you know, the sort of underdog story of Michelle Yeoh, but it was, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, oh, I totally know what you mean, but I th we're going to keep going on this tangent like we're fucking Star and Trish here, but Barb and Star. Um, but <laughs> Star and <laughs> like Trish. Star and Trish, like, go to the Dickens. <laughs> if, you, if you think of like all season, right, all award season, it was Michelle Yeoh's Oscar from the start. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what I mean? Like all season, Michelle was just like winning and winning and winning. And you're like, oh, well, maybe Kate, maybe Kate. Oh, maybe Kate, maybe Kate, maybe Anitra. But no, no, it's the one that brought us. It is Michelle Yeoh's Oscar. It is Sasha Colby's meet and greet. We knew this. Even when she is called a consummate professional, even when RuPaul is like, oh, you're just so polished. It, it didn't matter. And I love that. Anitra was born to do drag, and it looks like she's born to do all-stars. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. She's born to do all-stars. She's born to do drag. She walked that fucking duck all over Aja's body. I mean, I would just like to have a conversation. Can we have a conversation? I just want Mary, to have... we talked about that at the bar. Mary uh -huh. is just wait for it. We're, we're, we're thinking of a design for a new tote bag. Yeah, I, and, and by the way... I just want to have a conversation. I just want to have a conversation tag Aja um I just want to have a conversation uh and and by the way speaking of tote bags a big thank you to all of our Marys who have oh. patronized our recently released released merch tote bags mugs uh, beanies pajama pants yes, pajama bottoms pillows yeah. magnets yes Pillows, uh, yeah, uh, filthy pillows, dirty pillows, dirty pillows. That's what it is. Dirty uh, all yes, very funny Pomara pillows. Uh, mm, we love that one. Yes, yeah, so all at allrightmary.com backslash store. Yes, we're plugging the merch at the top of the episode, but also genuinely thank you, people who have been very enthusiastic and supportive, and we love you for that. Absolutely. So Sasha Colby wins, and it just feels so right. I know people were very disappointed. I know the people behind us at the bar, they bolted out of their marriage. Oh, I guess their tanks were, were empty. <laughs> well, they were really rooting for Anitra, like really rooting for her. And there were you know, it was that like group that there were young kids. Uh, it was like two girls and two guys. Oh, um, I heard them. I heard them back there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, they were they just fucking loved her. And they just loved her. They just loved her. Uh, but anyway, I know people are probably very disappointed for Anitra. They can live in another fantasy because Anitra's crowning was leaked. I saw that. I saw that. It was, you know, it's so funny. Crowning Anitra at the finale. <laughs> yeah. I saw you crowning Anitra at the finale. <laughs> That's now where that quote is going to come from. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was so funny seeing the like, 
somebody's cell phone footage of it and just seeing how like hollow it is without all the production mm, around it. Right. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a, a video shoot. Yeah. yeah it, right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm glad they got that fantasy. You know, it's fine. Um, I think somebody on Reddit pointed out, they commented like now release the candy muse win. <laughs> oh God. That's, I feel like when we talk about like, way we would end this podcast is just with the serious moonlight moment. That is how Drag Race would end. And here is the Candy Muse win. And then they just like, we're well, done, folks. Well, you never folks. know what's going to happen in All-Stars if she's on All-Stars. Because um, I'm not confirming or denying that she's on All-Stars. No, but, no. Uh, I, never know. I would not consider this to be a confirmation or a denial. But if she is, in fact, on All-Stars, who knows? You know? If you don't have star quality, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Not gonna hit me. You're not gonna hit me. <laughs> candy, candy, wait. Candy, wait. candy. You're not gonna hit me. Yeah. You're not gonna hit me. Little girl. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Hit me too? Um, yeah, I I appreciated though, you know, uh, Anitra's run. I will dissect this finale with you today um, and kind of point out why I think it was absolutely appropriate that Anitra did not win. Um, even though, you know, it, it's a television show and it doesn't matter and Anitra's going to be fine and she's going to be able to go on All-Stars and people fucking love her. Uh, all of that is good. Um, but I, I did see that Anitra did not win. Very yeah, clearly. I mean, I think that if, it, it, if we were to just look at this, because it's like, I don't know, my feeling was like the storyline of the season, there was an interesting story conclusion of having Anitra win. And then I think mm. the timing of the season in the larger world, the timing of Sasha Colby winning Sasha Colby to done and done made more sense. So I think there's like oh, a global God, narrative, right? There's like mm -hmm. a global narrative and then there's like the television narrative. And so in that respect, like absolutely it makes so much sense for Sasha to win. But also to your point, if we were to just look at this episode and performances, Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby, da 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 da. Yes, da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, God, it's it. It makes me very, very happy that you know, especially with the moment, and and in the context of this year. Um, I know that uh, another meme that's been going around by a bunch of influencers online is that uh, the past four winners, including Sasha, have been trans. Uh, some people are pointing out that it's trans non-binary because it, you know it's still kind of open. But uh, I mean, that's also important to note, right? Like it, it's it's a, a direct response in some ways to the moment, to drag races, kind of errors in the past, all of that. But uh, it is important to note, and I think there's nothing wrong with it, and it may, and, and and it doesn't matter, also, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I I think it's it. it the moment of here now and Sasha Colby with her boobies out winning that crown and that scepter uh -huh. like it Mary it's very much mm. like I was like all right I mean hey if this doesn't get you a fucking Emmy because you are like this like all the narratives going on here from the little willow to Sasha narrative that we think they should win, win an Emmy for to like the right. larger narrative of like no like this is what it means to you know celebrate trans people and whatnot I feel like I don't know I, it makes sense to me that this conclusion makes sense to me, you know? 
you know what? And not to get too kind of deep and all right, Mary, about it, but I and too soon into this episode, so sorry, Marys, but not sorry. Um, one of the best lip syncs on Drag Race. Um, I, I part of me loves that they're crowning all of these trans and NB winners because it's separating out the transphobes in the fandom, and it's separating. It's calling out the LGBs. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the people that are that are on that side because it people are showing their colors these days. And and to be perfectly honest with you, it's like y'all got to y'all got to wake up. Y'all got to wake up. Like get on board here. It, it's a little ridiculous. It's a television show. Uh, their drag is still valid. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> it's just wild to me that they'll root for a detox. But not for a, a a Sasha Colby. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and I think the larger thing is like, because I, you know, I'm sure there's some um, upset fan who's like, oh, we're just we're just crowning her because she's trans or whatever. Like, I I know that Sasha oh, got shit. some like hate on social media, which is just crazy ridiculous. to me. Ridiculous. It's like ridiculous. Sa crazy Sasha, to me. Sasha Tasha Colby's. But I think the other part of this is like, what kind of bucks that narrative is also like, regardless of Sasha's gender identity she is objectively the strongest drag queen of this season in terms of just like the looks and the performances maybe not stand-up yes. comedy but like just in it it was not some like well we've got to crown a trans girl it was like mm -hmm. the idea that like you know if we're gonna go back to the dreaded guardian interview and i feel bad bringing it up because it's like let 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 us move on but if there let was us ab let us let us evolve but if yeah, that does right. represent other points of view that like the the trick isn't there or the joke isn't there or the transformation isn't there because a girl's already got boobs and and hormones and whatnot i feel like here is this here is this trans girl with boobs and everything everything from that conversation that was brought up here is that girl still like dominating the competition in a way that has nothing to do with the transformation. The transformation was incredible and it's not because she d already has boobs. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're called boobs. Ed. They're called boobs, yeah. Rue. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that yeah. proves an even bigger point because it's like, it's not just the like trivia that like the, the, the past four winners have been trans or non-binary. It's also like, and like as a competition among drag queens, she was the, strongest track record wise even if we don't count many challenges drag drag queen of season 15 completely no question i yeah no for sure i love sasha colby i i hope people do evolve i think in terms of the trolls i i think the the way forward it's kind of what they do on on uh twitch actually um pe people that are trolls people that are negative people that hate people that complain it it's only amplified if you give attention to it. It only works if you keep interacting with it. It only has power if we notice it and if we keep talking about it. You know what I mean? And so they're all going to be there. Don't comment. Don't reply. You know what I mean? They just want they they just want attention. They just want you to notice their shitty little life. And the only way to stop it is to not, is to just not give it any more fuel, even if that's to say you're a bigot, you know? And and maybe Twitter's dying. You know, I just read an article. Is Twitter dying? <laughs> the answer is not yet, but slowly. And I was like, oh, wouldn't that just take care of so much? Wouldn't that, if Twitter just, 
forget blocking TikTok. Leave TikTok alone. I, I'm a, let them win. You know, uh, you can have our my data, China. I don't care. Kill, t- kill Twitter. China can have whatever they want from me. Kill Twitter. Oh my God. Well, I want regulations on TikTok. By and by regulations, I mean the same time regulations that China has on TikTok. Uh, I think it's weird that it's different over there. So oh, don't they have like, like the content, like the Chinese version of TikTok is all like a lot more educational. Is that what you're saying? That, but uh, not really. Uh, I mean, sure, but there's a time limit. So you can oh. only be on it a certain amount of time per day. Oh, And I think, because that's, that's what scares me about TikTok. Oh my God, this is a nuanced discussion. Yeah. Maybe we'll move it over there. But just to kind of finish my thought, my problem with TikTok is not necessarily... Anything that I find on there, God, I love, God, oh man, I love hot, sexy daddies dancing. You know what I mean? Just like, uh, just is that what's heads. on your feed? That doesn't show Girl, up in mine. Oh, you gotta, you gotta get in your algo. Yeah. Um, the no, it's the it's the fact that I can't stop when I'm on there. I find it very hard to actually close the app, mm-hmm. like like actively and. I'm a grown ass fucking adult that grew up most of his childhood without the internet. So it's, you know what I mean? And I think that's, that to me is a problem. And I, and I recognize that even when I can consciously be like, close the app, close the app, close the app. I have to like play a game of like three more. Yeah. Okay. Four more. Ugh. yeah. That's why I don't like it. It's, you know, it's not funny. I like it. And I don't like it. You know, (laughs) it's not funny. But yeah, it's not funny. (laughs) Exactly, that's funny. It's not funny. All right, not funny. Well, uh, let's talk about this finale. Yeah, Uh, we are we are ending the season. Um, I know that we're going to talk about the time capsule. At least I hope we will uh, at Nuance and kind of talk and kind of wrap up the season as a whole on Nuance because I think those are more nuanced discussions. But this finale. Overall, I have to say, had some really great elements to it. I think it met the moment that it needed to meet. Um, but I, what are we waiting for, huh? Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh-huh. Uh, this finale needs to be filmed live. Oh yeah, you know it. it the, the the live finales, the quote unquote live finales, you know, have always, and I've probably talked about this every time we have, if, you know, had these recaps. They're always some of my least favorite episodes, not just a recap, but in general, because there is there's a production to it. There's like a performance of live. There's like there's the yep. cuts to the audience that were clearly filmed earlier. You know, of oh them cheering. God, it's that it's the reproduction of a live event. That still has like these weird, awkward gaps in between that come with live events. You know, it's like mm-hmm. y'all had the opportunity to edit the Bob Mackie tribute to not feel so uncomfortable, and yet you didn't. Uh, <laughs> is that to make us feel like this is really a live event, and you're just going to have this little man standing there holding the the award, not knowing what he's supposed to do? Like you could have cut that, but you didn't. Yeah, and yeah. yet it's not a live yeah. event, so. You know, which one is it? You know what I mean? Like, do you want to be an awkward live event or do you want to be a well-produced pre-filmed event? Listen, Linda, I I think the finale, the show is big enough now that it can be treated sort of like an Oscars, Tony's, 
uh, Golden Globes, whatever, an award show, a Grammys. It, it's that big now that it should be treated like that, where it all airs at the same time everywhere and it's filmed at the same time. You know, with a Saturday Night Live, like 20 second delay to bleep out any curses, whatever. But I think it needs to be filmed and aired live. It needs to be the finale live because the spoilers, stupid. Like, it, it's just stupid that there were spoilers that were leaked. Like, that was that was so shitty. And I think if they're forced to work with a uh, script coordinator and a producer that is doing a live show, I think it'll be more entertaining. Well, and then we would have been able to see what happened. You know, what's wrong, Anitra? We'd be able to see what happened with Anitra's dancer and, and that whole thing, you know? It's still unclear if that happened during the dress rehearsal. Um like, I don't really know all of the details. But yeah, you're right, Mary. Live TV is so much more interesting. It's why people still watch QVC and the Home Shopping Shopping Network. It Live TV is so much better. Survivor has a live finale. I mean, it's just, you know what I mean? It's not like, reinventing it's just, it's, the wheel. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so much cooler. Um, I don't know. And I, I, and I think it makes sense. I really do. Um, and I and I maybe it's because of the drag of it all. I don't know, but I'm ready for it to be live, aired live, and 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 get rid of these awkward filler segments. And that is probably part of it is that like you know between Sasha and Anitra doing their solo performance, then getting ready for the final lip sync. Like I could understand there being like, oh, we really need time for that. But I guess you just have to. I don't know. I guess wear the same makeup, you know what I mean? I don't know. Um, I could see them needing some gaps for that. But I hear what you're saying. And and I think in, then if you're not going to do the live performance like that, then, like, don't try to fool us into thinking. Like, don't try to create recreate the live event, you know? Just... You mean with, like, the shots of the audience? Yeah, like, all... I don't know. There's just... I've never been able to put my finger on why... Drag Race veers into such cringe territory for me. Like, there's just... I don't know why. I don't know why. And I wonder if other people have this, that sometimes Drag Race is so cringy. And I just... I need to be validated. <laughs> I need someone to I validate. will tell you... I will tell you the cringiest part of this finale, in my humble opinion, as they say online, is every segment with the judges. Oh, yeah, for example, right? Like, it's just, they're all just, like, sitting there like Petsy Wetsy dolls, and someone pulls each of their strings, and then they're like, you were yep. fabulous, mama. Like, it's it's just... Uh... They have writers giving them lines or whatever. I don't know, mm -hmm. but it was it, it was so weird and unnecessary. Yeah, like, what what's Michelle going to be like? Well, you didn't, I don't know if that reveal worked for me, but good luck in the finale, sweetheart. Like, what were they going to say, you know? It it just is more kind of fill time. I I'd much rather them do another type of segment for the judges rather than giving the, you know, this generic feedback, this generic like yay, you know. Yeah, like know. what if there was a little interview with the judges about? So what did you think of this season? What were the highlights for you? Blah blah blah, sure. something like that. I mean, you know, what were the fits and fashions of season fifteen? You know what I'm saying? Christ. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, that's kind of from the. I don't know the the zoom out the other the other nuance I think that I missed from this finale that I that we got in other finales Mary is I I miss the cast. Yeah, we really didn't get 
I mean, much any of them except as kind of background swears during that Wigloo song. Oh, well, Mary, I mean, we have to talk about sugar and spice completely, completely hijacking this finale in so many ways. Oh, my God. (laughs) Truly. I mean, sugar not knowing the words has to be. Again, it's a pre-filmed show. They could have chosen to leave that in or not. And so the fact that they chose to leave it in feels like a sweet Easter egg. But also, Uh like, that's the kind of mistake that gets captured in a real live show. Mm. So, like... What are we doing? Uh, well, when we get there, I have thoughts on that. I mean, Spice just being in every shot with the family. She is everybody's emotional support drag queen to the, to the the for the loved ones. I love that. It was that. wild. That I was couldn't so, stop looking at her. <laughs> it was so funny. It was like, and then you realize like, oh, my God, they move these loved ones into these seats that, spi- right. that Spice next, next sit- to is, Spice. is, you know, sitting next to. And so there's just the production of that. Of like, oh, Lux, Lux's mom, Lux's boyfriend, could you come to Ropey? B1 and 2. B1 and 2. Thanks. Okay, we're going to start filming in about five minutes. You know, like, it's just so. Now go back to your seats in the mezzanine, you know? Oh, my God. And I know that the fantasy of what did Spice say to each of the family members is like, I don't know, a barb and star kind of thing. Yes, but yeah. But I will say she said nothing. No. I I <laughs> like the idea that sugar and spice were stoned out of their minds this entire mm. this entire finale. And I support it. I have come full circle as well with this with the twins. I fully appreciate them. Do you think that it, well, oh God. We maybe it's another discussion for nuance, but why not have it here? Is was sugar just like she did she is she just like this is so stupid i'm not doing it or was it i really don't know the words i'm an idiot i really think that she i think both i think that she didn't know the words and then there was also like i wasn't even here for this challenge you know what mm. i mean that like this isn't my thing this is your guys joke i wasn't a part of this joke you know and so i think there's i don't know that's the fantasy i want to put on it well, then I'm going to then I'm going to talk about that segment right now, because I will say, uh, what is the what is the song called? Let's see here. Uh, God, it was after Sasha Colby, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, where is it? Oh, man. I don't even. I, did I write it down? Probably not. Yeah. Oh, built on drag, built mm-hmm. on drag. Um, I sugar really did steal focus. And it kind of took the moment's meaning away. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. It's a weird time to kind of, it's kind of like if they were doing the in memoriam at the Oscars and it cut to like someone picking their nose in the audience. That's all yeah. I can think about now is just Susan Sarandon trying to get the booger. Now we're talking about sugar. We're yeah. Exactly. We're not talking about, you know, or at least we're not talking about first, right? We're talking about sugar first for a number that was actually this kismet moment on the season. And then they brought back for the finale to respond to kind of what's going on in the bigger world on the bigger stage. Uh, Leland's great vocals. You have uh, Orville Peck's kind of mediocre vocals. Wow. And then this very weird kind of sing along uh, that's not a sing along because uh, they're swaying and lip syncing to, to the song. Um, but a really powerful kind of thing that happened for this season. But we're not really talking about that because of sugar. Well, yeah. And, you know, but I also think that, 
you know, I think there were a few moments. I think that's so much the theme of the finale is that they they build in, especially even this season, they try to build in these like little powerful moments. But I feel like we always end up talking about like the the not the, the not big moments like i think for example it's like <laughs> yeah i don't know like we don't i don't ever walk what i'm trying to say is i don't ever walk away from the finale being like wow that was really profound i'm more of like oh my god remember when they cut to the queens in the in the audience and they were like reacting you know and marcia went that was fast at the end of the last lip sync <laughs> like that's the shit i'm gonna remember not the like moments that they're trying to create and like Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I that's part of the cringe. I can see through these finales. Like the production is so shallow. I can see through what they're trying to do, and it just never really hits me. You know? I get what you're saying. Yeah. I was. I could I have been emotional at that moment, maybe, but because of sugar, because of the queens in the background stepping and touching, that was. I mean, it was so stupid. Um, it looked very live aid, you know, band aid. Uh-huh. Like it looked, it looked too produced. But here's here's the catch, Mary. Here's the catch. Leland outsung one hundred times over Orville Peck, and for that, I I I'm really happy that they had this moment because he is very, very talented. Yeah, he was. He really. Uh, he had a nice shining moment. He was one of two very. Uh, very strong solo performances that were none of the top four. Uh, no offense to that four, but I'm saying we, we had talk about outshining. You want to talk about solo performances that outshined? There were non-contestants who shined maybe a little bit brighter in this finale. But, oh yeah, cornbread. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, cornbread. Jinx. Jinx? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and you know what's interesting about that is they got to do uh, something other than a Drag Race produced song because that goes back to I mean. I'm all here for a wig loose moment and let's remember this song and let's bob and sway and all that. But like what I really wanted and what I always want from these finales is solo performances of not quote unquote original songs, but like original productions that the Queens want to do a la season 12, a la Drag Race Thailand, kind of a bit of what we saw from Jinx doing Chicago. It was like, this is what a solo performance could be. Yeah. Is a queen doing what she does well for her so- right. performance? Not could be stand up. Yeah. Yep. Not like all of you have to do a song that will incorporate violent backup dancing and we'll have a snappy little like, you know, chorus. And like that doesn't fit all four of these queens, you know? And so like it not to jump around, but like it didn't really make any sense for Mistress to do this performance when this just isn't, I think, the kind of queen she is. You know, um, no, I know, and it I made, know. A ton- and you know, uh, yeah, go ahead. Like, but it made a ton of sense for Tasha Gold Beads and Anitra because this is what they do, you know, and Lux. Absolutely, you know, I, 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 I want to call out the this Drag Race kind of filter. The songs weren't. I mean, I know you could say like, oh, Anitra had a hand in writing her song, and Sasha, they basically had a had a meeting with Leland. And then Leland wrote these four songs. Leland wrote all of the songs. They were produced by Gabe and Leland. They weren't even even performed. Vocals were not performed by these queens. Delusion was performed by Jay Hart. Uh, it's Giving Fashion was performed by Vincent. Lotus was performed by Bridget Flowers. And Goddess was performed by Ferris. It's just like th- like these queens were not a part of these, these songwriting at all. I mean, you could say that like, Oh, I, you know, like, oh, I really wanted it to be about Lotus because blah, 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 blah. Great. That was a meeting. You didn't write the song, Anitra. 
Sasha yeah. didn't write goddess. She talked to Leland about what aesthetic she wanted. Maybe she even like had a hand in the beats because she's like, listen, I want to have this type of moment, like whatever. But they didn't even choreograph it. Miguel did. Like this was so a drag race controlled finale that you're right. When you look at somebody like Mistress, it 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 was it, it, there was nothing in 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 there for her. Right. And and I think it then kind of like I guess the one way to look at it is it like, okay, they're all doing the same kind of performance, so it quote unquote levels the playing field of how to judge yes. the strongest of the of the four. But I think that like again, I mean, obviously there were certain restrictions, but we go back to, you know, even season twelve and it was like I remember Crystal Method's final performance because it was very specifically Crystal Method. I remember the yeah. birds. I remember the vomiting. I remember the mm-hmm. whole thing because it was very specifically her. And, you know, I remember Gigi Good because it was like she, you know, broke she the cheated. rules and yeah. she cheated and she <laughs> went to a studio and she didn't film it. At all. <laughs> and her mom helped. <laughs> So I remember it. <laughs> well, you know, and, and not to take anything away from these performances. No. I, I got to say, Mistress fucking held her own. I thought all of them did a great job. Did I have a bad time listening to these performances, watching these performances? Absolutely not. Were the songs written well? Sure. They, some were better than others, but they were great songs. And it was it was an enjoyable finale. What we're talking about right now just so Marys are clear that we're not trying to poo-poo on it. We're just like, oh, we want more because we've seen more. We've seen more. And there's just, there's something about seeing, I don't know. And I guess I really do love when it's the Queens interpreting a song that we may know. It's like when Jinx is doing that. I know that song from Chicago. So there's a sense of like, I'm seeing Jinx's spin on it. And so it actually, Mm. for it being something that's not a Jinx original, it feels more original because it's a Jinx interpretation. Whereas... You know, these four queens, I'm seeing them interpret a song I don't know and I might not remember, you know? Yeah, yeah. They have months that they could be putting this together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Months. Yeah. And I just, yeah. How cool would that be? It's like, uh, by the way, we found out, you know, the top four, uh, whatever, like uh, six months ago. And then we were all given the same kind of production budget. We're given the same rehearsal spaces, whatever, and we rehearse for six months for this. And it doesn't have to be the minute and a half performance, mm-hmm. right? Again, mm-hmm. like if we go back to the film the finale live, right? Then it, it they can be five minute performances. Kind of how they, they do be, original song at the Oscars, you know? Yes, exactly. It could be a full performance that is is has been rehearsed, has been practiced, whatever, and, and filmed and choreographed and whatever and scripted and all of that. And it doesn't have to be a minute and a half of cockity cockity cock cock cow. I'm fabulous. It's fashion. G-O-D-D-E-S-S. It's like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, and the off-white lotus. Yeah, I hate everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And I, it, legs. You know, it's just like. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know it all has that same thing, and I just none of it feels specific. You know, Mary. Maybe we'll post this on Instagram. But I sent you a video I made of Lux's performance, but on top of it was Kristen Wiggs' "It's Fashion" from SNL. It's almost a house race and- reference you're making right there. Oh, it's a Housewives reference? Well, she's doing a take on Luann Delessips and her songs. No way! 
You're making a how a, a Real Housewives of New York reference, right? Now. <gasps> oh my God, am I like one of the gays? You're now? one of the Can gays. I go to a fundraiser. You, oh my maybe God. you want to go to the Toys for Tots party and get a black and white photo done. <laughs> oh my God, I want to go to the Broadway Cares one. Oh, oh my God, my Broadway God. Cares, everybody fights AIDS. Oh my God, Bear on Broadway, Broadway Bears. <laughs> oh my God. You know that's fresh in my mind because I went to the LGBT Center. It's called the Center now, um, but I don't understand that branding um the lgbt center uh had their gala fundraiser on thursday and so it's fresh in my mind of like all of the people there looking the same it's yeah. wild oh yeah no i feel like that is like definitely the the toys for tots in particular every year like and i think they just call it the toys party now which makes me want to just throw <gasps> my head through a window no! i know it's like don't you dare it's like abbreviating broadway musicals oh, i'm just gonna see phantom go to the toys party Oh my god, Phantom Phantom closes today. Thank God. Now no one can say they're going to see Phantom anymore. <laughs> Phantom's closed. <laughs> oh my god. That's all I ask of you. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the uh, chandelier think of me, on Phantom. this show. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Mary, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm just like, who is she? Who was she? Who does she hope to be? I feel like every few years I meet a new person in the mirror. I, I don't want to say anything, Mary, but I think you need thicker glasses. Well, I think it's just this ongoing, ever-evolving journey to understand who we are and dare say even why we are. I feel like there might be something that could help you on that journey. Do you mean... Oh, I do mean, we're here to talk about therapy. And I do love talking about therapy. Marys, if you're doing some similar self-discovery of your own and thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. So do we want to maybe yes. just, because it happens yeah, about let's go through four it. minutes mm -hmm. into the episode, we get a Nitra's performance of Lotus. Sure, yes. Before we talk about that, we did get the only real entrance and moment from the cast. Oh, yeah. And I just want to I just want to give flowers where flowers are due. Irene's reference to the butterflies was brilliant. Oh, that's true. I you know, I, I it's just that thing where everyone's like Justice for Irene, bring Irene back and I don't know Yeah, what, I don't care. And it's right. like my my unpopular opinion is like or don't. <laughs> or don't. Yeah, or don't. Yeah. yeah, or don't. It's fine. She'll be on All Stars. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Princess Poppy referencing Mean Girls Regina George, which I thought was a brilliant little reference. I thought that was very smart. Mm -hmm. um, but we absolutely, absolutely need to talk about the real crime. Because the crime is, you know, drag is not a crime. But you know what is? Was the font on Aura's fan. Oh, see, I thought she was saying drag is not a cream. And I thought, well, that's great for our lactose intolerance fans out there. I thought it was drag is not a cream. Well, that changes everything. I I was like, this is a, well, what's for dessert, honey? Not drag. It's not a cream. You know, what do but I put on this rash? <laughs> not drag. It's not a cream. Not drag. It's not a cream. Uh, it's a spray. Yeah. Listen, I thought it said, the first time I looked at it, I was with you. 
I thought it said vlog is not a crime. And vlog, uh, I was like, wait, oh, drag. Who's still vlogging? (laughs) Bussy queen. (laughs) Of of course, bussy queen is. Uh, We love bussy. Listen. Yes, uh, she's a bussy queen. Listen, um, bussy, bussy. Um, I, I resist. Bussy. I resist knowing. I learned by. I learned from reading. So I learned from reading. Actually, I don't yeah. know. Can you read, honey? <laughs> yeah. Can you read? Uh, let's just take a look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're with us. You're a bussy queen. You're a bussy um, queen. <laughs> go, go join your team. Yeah. Listen. Uh, <laughs> I'm up Where's the bus listen. driver? <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Where's sorry. the bussy queen? <laughs> People hate us. People Who? Lou? <laughs> Who's Lou? Who's Lou? Um, <laughs> Yeah, listen, drag is not a loo. So no. I, but I could not believe it. it, it that reveal was uh, the butterflies moment of the finale. And listen, I know that I'm giving a, a little hint into nuance, but if we are going to put anything into the time capsule, that fan absolutely has to go into the time capsule. Yeah, yeah. Vlog is not a cream, I think. <laughs> put that on a tote bag. Vlog is not a cream. Vlog is not a cream. Listen. Um, also, this is just in general, but I... I saw it first during when Sasha came out. Every shot of Carrie Colby during this finale gave me intense joy. She was, I feel like she and Kylie had like great seats. They were like mm-hmm. in those, what are those, like those little booths? Yeah, they, they, they had like a nice booth somewhere. Uh, I feel uh. like they had a coffee table and they mm. were having, I, just, I kept thinking the two of them, I mean, granted, they don't know if Sasha actually wins, but the two of them are having a great night. This is a great night for the Colbys, you know? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, Carrie. I just love Carrie so much. Carrie Colby. Carrie Colby. Um, all right. Uh, and credit where credit is due. Before we talk about Anitra, I just want to say, I think that it's, it's really awesome and important that they made Rue's first line, drag is not a crime. But looking the sickening should be right. But the fact that that's what kind of opened the night, I think, is pretty outstanding. And then for them to shout out all the gay clubs in Tennessee, Texas, Kentucky and Florida. Mary, like when you think about the bigger picture, Clint, I'm just like, that's exactly where you start the night. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's always that that room moment of we see you and we want to help. So anyway, we've got great performances tonight. Like there was like a little bit of a like anyway, but I loved to see shots of gay bars in like many different cities around the country. Uh, and I just wanted to see more. I was like, no, go back to the one mm. in Johnson City. What's it look like? What's the mm-hmm. bar? So you guys, we got, you got tables. What do you have? We had food. What do you guys have? Because we had food. Yeah. I want to just say, I, we, oh, the Dickens. we went yes. to the Dickens and I was so pleased with our seats we were sitting at, in a corner at the bar. No one could see me eating. I was facing the bartenders. They weren't going to judge me because the tips were riding on it. We had a full view of the television. I had a, I had a fried chicken sandwich. I had fries. This is the best bar experience I've ever had in New York City. That is, I'm really happy to hear that. The Dickens is actually a very nice bar. It used to be called Latitude, but now it's this gay bar. The bathrooms are great. There's like really sexy photos <sighs> in the bathroom. I didn't even go to the bathroom. Oh my God. It's all these like leather guys and cigars. Oh, it's just so hot down there. Um, no, the, the one thing I did take away from the Dickens, I haven't been out in Hell's Kitchen in uh, quite some time, but all of the butts were very, very pert. 
And I was like, wow, they're all doing the work while I'm working very hard at my day job. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing the work. Are you, but are you doing the work? They, you know, I, I'll, I, and they're all squatting for, you know, a cause, Mary. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, this is probably an only Mary's conversation, but I had so many thoughts like go. I haven't been to a Hell's Kitchen gay bar in such a long time. And I really I think I told you I felt like the old Doris Murphy in A League of Their Own. I'm coming. Mm. I'm coming. I was like, what am I doing? Like. I, I just I just felt like this old potato rolling into this bar. P- pardon me, boys. You got eyes for me? <laughs> I look like I'm from a story. Yeah, I don't know. I look like I'm from the N train? <laughs> Joke's on you. I, I took the my, W. <laughs> I brought my tote bag just for shits and giggles. Yeah, and to keep my glasses in. <laughs> anyway, Anitra Lotus. Yeah. My first question when I saw Anitra perform, and then again, like it got it got answered because nobody was. But I was like, why is she not singing on her own song? Yeah, I mean, and, and it didn't matter. But I, you know, it was like one of those things where I was like, wait a second, I thought they wrote these. Yes, I I feel like. And I know they did this last year as well that they didn't sing on the songs. You know, they weren't that wasn't them singing. But it it right. does create like I don't know. It's weird because I don't say like a different level of disconnection. But it's like there's plenty. You know, they weren't they were not singing "Knock on Wood" at the end either. So like it's not about you having to lip sync to your own vocals. But I guess I see what you're saying. If this is a very personal song that you are telling us you helped write and produce, why didn't you sing on it? Well, and what's interesting is the other three in particular, their vocals at least sort of sounded like them. And Anitra's, it was mm-hmm. like, this is, there's no way this is her. I guess did Lux sound like her song? I think so. I think so. Because yeah. Lux can also sing. Well, that's the anyway. thing. Also, I would have loved to hear Lux lip sync to her yeah. own vocals. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, I have no real thoughts on this song. I thought it was, uh, I thought the performance was fine. Um, but what really stuck out to me is when they made the White Lotus reference. I think it was T.S. Madison mm-hmm. calling her the Porsche of this White Lotus. Not and a it's compliment. like, well, why did you say that? Yeah. Did, that... Do you even watch the show, Tamar? Why did you say that? Yeah. Was it the only name you could remember? I mean, I guess calling her the Tanya would mean that, like, well, you're probably going to hit your head by the end of this. Uh, well, I mean, talk to the backup dancer who got hurt. That's the Tanya of this oh, performance. Shit. That's the Tanya for uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she would want to be the like, but now I'm like, I don't remember any other names. <laughs> well, right. So it's, it, it's, you're the Mike White of this white. Lotus. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're the creator. Um. Anyway, I, uh, Anitra was fine. It, it really, to be honest with you, Mary, like I love Anitra. It wasn't, the top two for me? No, I don't think it was for me either. I mean, I assumed she'd be top two just because that was kind of where the whole season had been going. Oh, but for sure. if this was just based on performance, I would have been like... Yeah, it's... and it wasn't. But if it was just based on the finale... Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't have given it to her. Yeah. yeah for sure. Um, Lux was next. I I just want to say, like, I loved her photo shoot look. Uh, the like plastic big headed Barbie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminded me of those very funny. Hello Kitty looks from season seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was uh, a smart kind of call uh, against her haters, you know? Um, and she had phone acting in her photo shoot, which I think is mm. uh, chef's kiss. 
she did do phone acting and she and she made a quote about the fits and fashions of the season i appreciate having just talked about that last week that she remembers the fits and fashions of the season i i'm just so happy somebody remembers that reference uh and if anyone's going to do it it's the reference queen of season 15 sure um i thought her performance was fine i didn't really love the song it just felt like i'd heard it before And maybe that's the point with Lux, you know, that she's referencing Madonna's Material Girl and Naomi Smalls. I don't know. Um, But it was it was fine. Uh, And I liked it. And I liked Lux. But I it's not my type of drag. Yeah, there was something about her in this finale that was giving me like a like a baby version of Mo Hart. There was something Mo Hardy, oh. which is not a bad thing, but I was just getting this like little Mo Hart like twinkle in her eye that I I guess I I attach to. I'll say this: I think I I love that as the reference queen of season fifteen, her swan song of a reference was Rue being like, "Well, you have a quote for every moment. Like, what would you mm. what, what do you have for this one?" And that her final qu- you know quote of season fifteen was, "I can't wait to see how this turns out." And she's quoting the person who said it right to their face. It's, there was just a Ugh. a culmination of of Lux quoting on season fifteen. I thought this was a great way to to wrap up that little narrative. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I think if I were to like latch on to the nuance about Lux in the finale, I'm going to latch on. It was, God, it was a second or two long. I, I, I made a screenshot of it. I'll make a gif of it. But it's when she gives the peace sign when she's reacting to her mom and her boyfriend. Oh. There was something that was just like so nerdy. And I'm like, there you are. That's the nerd. Mm-hmm. That's who I want to see. Just this like, oh, here I am. Like It was so adorable. And I'm like, ah, get rid of all of this bitchy armor. You know, like, and I just love that. I love that. Yeah, isn't that interesting, right? That like Lux, and she's very self-aware of it, like puts on this very confident front and, and, and we've, you know, there's an interesting intention to it of like, you know, you're being the thing people are telling you not to be mm. out loud, but it totally goes back to the RuPaul thing of like, but we fall in love with the vulnerable, you know, uh, performer underneath the drag. That's who we connect with. And I think that's probably why you and I didn't really connect with Lux this season. Yeah. Yeah. When she said in her little uh, confessional before the performance, she's like, I also have feelings. I also have a heart. I'm like, man, wouldn't that have been great? Yeah. You had, just to see like one episode of that. You had Miss Reyes sitting right there, just giving you this opportunity. And you just, you know, you, you took an incomplete mm. on that quiz, you know? Miss Reyes. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, next was the Bob Mackie tribute. Fine. Yeah, the, just an ad for the documentary? Yeah, the, the wait, is Bob Mackie dead tribute? Um, yeah. Right? I was like, wait a minute. When did Bob Mackie die? <laughs> nope. Just a do- just promoting a documentary. Uh, 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 anyway, I, I you know, it's 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 the for the occasion, I think it's fine to 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 give credit where credit is due to somebody, highlight somebody in the community. I I feel like didn't she do that once with a drag queen in Las Vegas? Uh, you know, she had a whole moment for somebody. RuPaul did. I'm just like, yeah, no, this is this is fine. I I think that they should always do this during a finale. I think in terms of like, I, you know, they do similar things at the Oscars. Like, I'm here for it. I'm here for kind of connecting Drag Race to the outer world and connecting the outer world back to Drag Race and seeing the influences and the full circle of then seeing Bob Mackie looks inspired on the runway. Bob Mackie mm. design looks on the runway. Bob Mackie is a judge. Like this, I, this was all great. Um. Yeah, it was just kind of like, and then there he was just like standing there holding this award. And it's like, 
what do I do now? Oh, I'm going to be in a documentary. Like, he just looked like a terrified old man. And I just, I don't know. It's kind of like when they wheeled Liza out in the wheelchair at the Oscars a couple years ago. It was like, don't don't let us see them like that. Like, God, preserve some dignity, you know? I thought he was fine. I just thought, the second time I watched it, I just saw a look of terror that I was like, oh, <laughs> Bob is, you're going to need to hold his hand. Like, Bob is frozen um in those little khaki slacks <laughs> anyway uh mistress was next you know she she was top two for me when they lifted her up oh because she's fat <laughs> well she's a big girl she's a girl she, she is like isn't that know. the implied thing it was like well it's impressive because she was fat like so, <laughs> no that she is, is that she's no, that she is doing what she has done all season, which is challenge the expectation of a big girl. I know, and I'm just kidding. It's just it's such a funny thing. Like the real, the, we we've seen all of them get picked up, but there was this sense of like they picked Mistress up. Like there's a bit of a sense of like, <laughs> oh my god, they picked Mistress up. Operation like, Dumbo Drop. Yes, 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 I get it. I get it. Yes, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It is a little like. <laughs> but I also thought it was. I thought. Uh, I thought her performance was great. I liked her reveal, uh, the second best over Lux's at least. Um, you know, I don't know. I thought it was uh, a little bit more graphic. I didn't care that she wasn't like dancing the house down boots. Um, and you gotta say, you gotta give it to her. She's really leaning in with the song. Obviously, it's Leland's song, but like the whole song is about Lucy, Mary. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it is like if you listen, it's like, oh, man, mistress, you just like you didn't you didn't leave anything behind on this one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I, this is like such a weird little moment before the performance started and they were doing a little interview and she talks about like, you know, I represent for all these different kinds of people. I represent for the big girls. She goes, of course, I put on for Houston, Texas. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Of course, Mm. I put on for Houston, Texas. Like that just Mm. that refrain like out of context. I really enjoy just the idea of like, I mean, of course, I put on for Houston, Texas. I don't know. I think that's going to stick with me and it's going to mean new things. We'll see what happens in all stars. I might bring that back. I might well, put on for put, Houston, Texas, you know, if you put on for Houston, Texas. Are you going to put that down? That yeah. The other quote that I think I'll take away from this. Like that was that was a moment, Mary. I, was I like, love that. Colin, were you eating? Were Yo, you eating when she said that? Yeah, I was. I, at, oh, at, oh, at that point, I had housed that sandwich. But I I heard her. Um, I love that because it wasn't the like wholesome moment that they were setting mm, up of like, it doesn't right. matter what. So- I mean, I know she eventually got to that, but I love that she she went for an old school drag race joke, you know? Sure. Put that down. <laughs> Even they cut to Michelle in the audience, like, you know, touching the bridge of her nose. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's right. That's I right. know Michelle. I did see that. I yeah. Did see that. Um, I will say when she said that, I heard RuPaul. Exactly. That's funny. That's funny. And then, of course, Jinx, Jinx backstage. That's funny. Uh, and then it's not funny. <laughs> From Malaysia. Malaysia did not think that was funny. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, credit to Sister Mary Justin's Mary Justin uh, for pointing that clip from season four of Drag Race. RuPaul talking to Jiggly Caliente on the runway. Sasha Colby's next, Mary. And I got to say, a red wig and a white suit, I do think she owns 51% of this company. She owns actually everything. Topher, I think, like said something to you or to me about, oh my God, that suit, that red wig. She looked so good in this confessional. 
Oh, yeah. There was kind of an Oprah interview quality to this. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 like, stun. Like, oh, shit. Like, like she wastes no screen time to look phenomenal. I mean, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, she was... The other three performances were good, but Sasha was the main event. And also, I, I'm assuming at some point that reference has been made to somebody's hair. Maybe Sasha's. Ooh, girl, she's the main event. M-A-N-E. Somebody has got to have made that reference on the judges panel at some point on this show. Maybe the hair challenge, the hairball. Someone has oh, to have sure, been called yeah. the main event. I just uh-huh, the main event. So that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that no, that's it. a you know, that's a horse of a different um, <laughs> color. So yeah, I I really uh, I felt like she was the lock for top two, and then it was really the race for second place. Absolutely, she came out being held by the dancers as a snake. And she had all these Medusa snake braids, whatever. But I got to say, she won the competition and the finale with that braidography, Mary. Yeah. When That part when she – do you know the part I'm talking about where she goes, <gasps> and mm-hmm. she sucks all the air in, and then the braids go up? I'm just like, this is, this is everything. This is so fucking good. She was so good. And it, here, wasn't, it wasn't even her song. <laughs> here's a thought. And this isn't, you know, this is just an interesting con- connection. Is comparing this to go with me here, Diabetes' performance in the finale that had very similar kind of like she had like these like ribbons attached to her, and there was like a similar concept that I, I'm not. She was a bug, right? She came out first as like a bug. I think so, but they did a similar thing of all of the backup dancers kind of pulling at these things and doing that kind of like ribbonography thing, and it was just like, oh, isn't that interesting? Uh, Sasha certainly made it her own, but I was like, I know that move. Uh, so that was just an interesting parallel. It, nothing's wrong with recognizing something. Um, I will say, though, sorry, go she, ahead. She she did something similar in a continental performance uh, with kind of like extensions from her body mm-hmm. or for, from from her. And so it is it is something that she's familiar with. But I got to say, I the braidography, whether it was the looks or not, I don't know, but that braidography really sold me. But it was great. I mean, and I, I feel like I've seen other performances do that same kind of thing. I feel like even on Drag Race, I think there was like, in a talent show, I think, I feel like on Spain, somebody did something similar. So it happens. You know, sure. there's mm-hmm. a parallel even to All Stars 2 when Roxy's surrounded, surrounded by books singing Richie mm. Rocha. You know what I mean? That like I'm being taken in different directions. Um, I just I love when that happens. Here's the thing, though. And I I'm just saying Sasha didn't necessarily lip sync every word. And they sent Tina Burner home for that a couple seasons ago. <laughs> Yeah, and it didn't matter. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, come what to I hear saw. her sing. To quote burlesque. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it. Like it, yeah. But no, you're right. It's not consistent. It's it, not consistent. It's just. It was an interesting. Like oh, that's something that like you know, in this incredible performance, it's like, and I you know I'm sure Carrie Colby's on Twitter reminding everybody of what we're Period. missing here. Yeah, because I think she had some tweet about how in the final lip sync, Sasha was only lip syncing to the lead, not the backup vocals. And so like, get don't get it twisted. But I was like, okay, but let's talk about her other performance where she wasn't lip syncing. I didn't notice that in Goddess. Oh yeah, I noticed it like four times. I was like, oh, oh. you're just flicking your tongue right now and there's words going on. Yeah. 
Oh, I see. I see. Got it. Or other moments well, where it was like, you're just not lip syncing. Yeah, I got it. It's uh, it's a it's a different illusion that she's creating. Whatever. I'm making all the excuses for Sasha Golby as I can. Um, and and that's okay. Sasha and Anitra are the top two. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, I think just to to bring it back to the Oscars again, I like that Mistress and Lux channeled their inner Angela Bassett and let it show on their faces. Mm. I'm here for mm-hmm. that. I don't want to see yeah. pageant faces. I want to see your real feelings. Yeah, I, I don't want fans telling them how to feel. Yeah, feel your feelings on television. You know, that's that to me is a bigger deal than like, I'm here to represent for the big girls. No, just represent for yourself and feel your real feelings. That to me seems much more powerful. Yeah, I think so. It's okay to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's fine. Um, yeah, I think, who was it? Was it Lux? I noticed Lux staring at somebody in the audience and I was like, oh, she's probably looking at her family. Yeah. You know? Yeah, after they moved uh-huh. them away from the seat next to Spice. Yeah. <laughs> They're f- few, the few rows back now. Yeah. Like, oh, I see you up there. I see that shirt <laughs> he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't let me be in the picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wouldn't let me be in um, the picture. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know where this is coming from. Um, the next was the message for drag fans everywhere. Uh, I think it was Bosco that pointed it out, but I think it's worth just kind of chit-chatting about it on this podcast. But the fact that they put police officers and priests in this when police officers and priests are most likely to kind of commit crimes against our community um, is an interesting choice. I think everybody is entitled to their opinion. I have a different read on this. Um, I, I think that if we can't acknowledge that there are, there is indeed an overlap between both religious folks and police officers and the, the gay community or whatever you want to call it, is um, only looking at the narrative, is, is looking at things in a very myopic mm. lens. And that doesn't get us anywhere because what it's saying is like, this does exist. And so like painting with that broad brush and I'm not, I'm not licking any it's boots It's not like here. they put Sharon Needles in there. No, you know, and I'm not, I'm not Sherry pie. pro cops yeah. or anything, but like if this is something that exists, I think that's much more powerful than being like, you know what? Beyond all that, the straight white male celebrity got the most screen time in this little montage. Right. So, like, it's right. all a moot point. Okay, like, yeah, no, it's great. It's a great response. I Kevin Bacon, like, it's just so random. Yeah, it was like, it's wait, so why is Kevin Bacon the most important voice here? Like, we didn't have a because sing- of the Footloose thing, but like, it, I'm just like, it's so fucking random. People are have only most Drag Race fans have only seen the most recent Footloose. Yeah, and I don't even know who's in that. Was Zach Efron? <laughs> Where's Zach Efron? <laughs> Boots. <laughs> Boots. <laughs> oh, Mary. Um, uh, well, well, let's let's just make sure the 2011 film of Footloose. Uh, God, IMDb I know he takes way too long. I know nothing about um, this. Kenny, oh Kenny Warmald. Okay, you know him. Oh, love him. I just love him. Yeah. <laughs> just love him. He's like the. He's the. The, the the Kevin Bacon character and then Julianne oh I never know how to say her name is it Huff Huff Julianne Huff, Huff. yes yeah. Julianne Huff and then the Reverend is the Dennis Quaid and Andy McDowell no Mary. no the worst actress in Hollywood no Mary. she plays V Moore uh, Reverend's wife 
Okay. Oh, who played V more um, in the original? Diane Weist, Mary Kay Place? Like, what disrespect? <laughs> uh, Miles Teller was also in it. People love to kind of talk about him. Yeah. He played the, uh, the like the. Let's hear it for a, the boy. Mary, uh, Mary, I need to pause. Diane Weiss did play V more in the original. God damn it. She was? God damn she, it. She was the mom in that? God damn it. Yeah. She was the mom? She was married to John Lithgow. No way. No, wait. She was V more. So she was Ariel Moore's mom. So she wasn't. Maybe she wasn't married. Yeah, she was the mom. Okay. Well, yeah. No, Lori Singer is Ariel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diane Weist was the daughter. Well, Diane Weist was Lori Singer's mom in that. Diane Weist was Lori Singer's mom. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Great, 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 great. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, yes, that makes sense. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Diane Weist. Yeah, you I called it, Mary. I call. I swear. Oh, God, that felt good. Um. But also bad because uh, that's who we should be remembering. Um, Not Kevin fucking Bacon, but whatever. It's fine. Kevin Bacon was fine. We have to have a long discussion about his VHS tapes. Oh, um, what? It, it just reads creep, but uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, it's like, you've ever heard of that movie, The Poughkeepsie Tapes? It's like found footage no, horror movie, no, and it's just a bunch of no. tapes of people going through hell. And so these are the Bacon tapes, you know? <laughs> Um, well, anyway, uh, yeah, we had that little thing. Uh, it is an interesting discussion uh, that maybe we can continue on Nunes if we want about that. But it's it's a you're right. It is kind of a moot point. It's like, well, isn't it more powerful than to show that? Um, That's I, don't what know. I, I think, guess I can see both sides. I mean, I, I guess it's like I feel I feel like the point was also to show that, like, there are queer people everywhere, including in the clergy, including in police forces. And, you know, it's like there are. You know, I mean, if you like, yeah, and we hope that they're speaking out, right? Exactly. I think that's like the biggest thing for me of like, okay, if not all police officers are bad, then where are all the police officers speaking out? And like, it really, it it's becoming, it's becoming really actually annoying. Well, and I think uh, it'll and, and scary. It aligns with the idea of like, oh, we're going to show footage from people at a gay bar in Tennessee because not everybody in Tennessee is is uh, a racist, sure. homophobe, right. transphobe, and like it's the same right. thing to me that like if we just paint with the broad brush of like good state, bad state, good person, bad person, good profession, bad profession, then like I don't know that works on Twitter. No, you're absolutely right. You know? you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's why it's what we're here is about, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. To, to highlight that there, that there are people that are, that, that are there that are in this community, that there are, that our community is everywhere. Um, all right. Well, moving on, I thought Willow Pill looked fabulous, but she was upstaged by Cornbread's rap. So, I mean, Cornbread's rap was great. It was really, really good. It was also a sense of like, oh, man, this would be a Queen solo performance. This is so good. There was just a little bit because of the mask and because she was lip syncing, it was as if Cornbread's rap was happening in my living room and she mm. was performing on television. You uh -huh. know what I mean? I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, there was a little bit of a disconnect, but it was still I was still focused mostly on the words. I didn't really even think about her performance of it right? or like what she looked like doing it. right i wasn't was looking hers. at her at all yeah yeah and you know to be honest with you like give credit where credit's due like it was something creative and it she stood out right she didn't have to do that nobody told her to do that yeah and she referenced you know uh, uh what's her name 
uh, June Jambalaya. And I don't know if oh. you know this, but... Uh, I've known Brett for nine years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's full circle as well. Yeah. And uh, how you feeling, June? Yeah. Um, Malaysia wins. Malaysia uh, you wins. You know, obviously the, the queens vote, and for whatever reason, they voted majority for Malaysia. And Mary, I'm kind of here for it. I mean, listen, you know... <laughs> It's not funny. Yeah. It, it's not funny, you know? Exactly. That's funny. <laughs> um, you yeah. know, and then Selena's titties was like, That wasn't me. Yeah, because I thought she was going to win. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think, I think there was an Instagram live. There was an Instagram live between Mistress and Malaysia kind of talking about this. And I, it was, you know, with with Mistress, you can never really tell if she's telling the truth or not. But like she didn't vote for Malaysia, but then she said she did or she would have. I don't know. But yeah, Malaysia wins. And uh, I think it was. Is there another miscongeniality crowning where you're like, huh? Has that happened yet? Um, That's a good question. I mean, to, to I feel like to go back like last. Who was last year's? Oh, it was Cornbread because she just presented uh, the snack. And then season 13 miscongeniality was Lala Ree. And season 12 mm. was Sherry Pie and, <laughs> uh, excuse me, Allison Mossy. Uh, no, it was, it was a Heidi, Heidi in Closet. Did she win? Yes. Yeah. Yes, she uh, And season 10 was, or season 11 was Nina West, and that all made sense. Season 10 was, what happened on season? Oh, Monet. Mo Monet Hart? won. Oh, it was Monet. Monet. Okay, Monet. And season nine was yeah. Valentina, but that was more like, right. come on, fan favorite. Right. That's when they stopped the fans from voting. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think I it think... was like season eight. I think this one, I was a little surprised. And this felt very much like the Queen's New Era Cynthia? than I did. Cynthia won, but it was more for a lot of stuff we didn't see. It was more of like how much Cynthia helped everybody. Uh-huh. We didn't necessarily see all that. And she went home. But the fans voted uh, for up until season nine, I believe. The Queen's only started voting... Season 10 or 11. See, I thought the Queens voted for season eight because otherwise it's like who the fans, if they, if the fans are voting in season eight, I would have expected them to vote for like, I don't know who was on that cast. Chi Chi Devane, you know, but season nine, we know the fans voted because they called it fan favorite. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know. But to answer your original question, Malaysia wins. Cynthia (laughs) was the first one where I was like, huh? Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Um, well, this one was kind of a head scratcher, but also, you know, why not? Just because she stood up for herself doesn't mean that she's a villain. You know, uh, I, 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 I think they, the cast kind of recognized that perhaps maybe she got most of the, the brunt of the hate, right. Or didn't deal with the hate the most, uh, like the best who knows. Um, maybe she was just a nice girl. Yeah, there's also that. Like, oh, she's just friends with everybody. Yeah, she's a nice girl. Um, she's been doing drag for a very long time. I'm happy that she got, you know, the second most amount of money from this finale. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right. You know, I and I understand why Selena, by the end, maybe wouldn't have been considered miscongeniality, even if she got many times the good friend award in the workroom. I think, mm. you know, once she, when she yelled at Lucy and untucked, it was probably not hers to win. When she yelled at Ross Matthews. Oh, uh, well, hey, I mean, that deserves its own $5,000 from Oil of Olay. I agree. I agree. There it is. Um, anyway, then Jenks, you know, 
uh, I got to say, when they showed that reel from season seven of All Stars, mm. looking back, like, Jinx dog walked oh, the contestants bodied. all season. Bodied, dog walked. <laughs> Body and dog walked. Um, just a quick mention, because we love her. Vanessa Williams does pop up to promote Queen of the Universe 2, <sighs> season two. I, I love Vanessa Williams and Mary. Like, I have so many problems with the first season of that show that I really 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 do not want to watch the second season like there i could i could i could talk for 45 minutes why queen of the universe season one was terrible terrible marys if you want to hear that let us know (laughs) i have nothing to add to it because i didn't watch it and i don't intend on watching queen of the universe season two i imagine it's a lot of like let's use the same set from celebrity drag race (laughs) kind of nonsense uh, probably yeah yeah Anyway, um, I'm really glad that there was some live singing. Jesus is what I wrote. Like, yeah, gosh, this was rare. This was really great. Uh, I I agree. It was so good to see Jinx again and kind of be reminded of Jinx's body and dog walking. It, there was really that sense of like, kind of like, not that I really follow American Idol, but I feel like there's the sense of like, man, Kelly Clarkson was like the shining star to come out of that franchise. And I feel that way about Jinx. Oh yeah, no, she's a shining star. I mean, I, oh God, I don't want to go on American Idol tangent. I just, like, that fanta- Everybody, they're great. It's just there's sort of a sentiment of like, oh man, she just really like became a superstar in a way that I I don't think anyone else has a daytime talk show. You know, there was a, there was this thing on uh, God, on social media somewhere, but it was like, what, you ask somebody like, when was the last time this country was united? The last time this country was united was when. Kelly Clarkson won American Idol. I, like, uh, yeah. just getting behind Kelly. Yeah, I really think it was something we could all agree on in mm-hmm. this very divided world of like, yeah, but yeah. Kelly was great, you know? Kelly was fucking great, and she still is. And she still is. Still and is. Jennifer Hudson's great, her. and Fantasia's great, and some of the other ones I can't remember are great. Kel- Carrie, Carrie Underwood, Underwood is, Carrie you. Underwear is yes. great. You know, yeah. Taylor Hicks has gray hair. Mary, Mary, you know? Don't push it. You like him? <laughs> No. You just love him. You just love him. Uh, anyway, Jake's looked fabulous. I'm happy that they gave her a live finale. I thought that was, you know, a smart decision. Even though it was filler, it was good filler. Oh, it was great. I, I thought it was great. And I loved I loved the little chat with Rue afterwards. There was a great little moment sure. where... Yeah, they didn't need to have that. Yeah. I can't believe she forgot her name. Remember when she forgot her oh, name? Oh, yeah. This the, uh, one from one, Seattle. From Seattle, yeah. Jinx. Jinx. Uh, but when Rue is like, oh, you know, uh, so you're going to be everywhere. And, and Jinx says, you know, everywhere that'll have me. And then Jinx mm. kind of keeps... Keeps laughing at her own joke to the point that then Rue joins in. Rue laughs. And, and yes. it's such a great little moment. <laughs> oh, fabulous. Yeah, they kept that in, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. They also good. kept in, it she felt did. like a hot mic moment of Rue saying to her yeah. afterwards, I'm so proud of you. So proud it's of wonderful. you. It's wonderful. Yes, Mary. I heard that too. That was, was a big deal. It was great. They kept it on. Yeah. Because usually the only thing Rue says to these queens is, I love it. I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, I love it. You amaze me. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's definitely Rue's version of I got it. It's I love it. I love, I love it. it. Well, well, I love I it. I love it. Well, I love it, you know. And white pumps are the sign of a true hooker. And I love you for and that. I love you for that. Like, so it was nice <laughs> to see, like, oh, this. I think we got a real Rue moment here. Yeah. Um, the finale lip sync was next. Uh, the final lip sync. I have lots of thoughts on this. Um 
first of all, RuPaul saying "Let's go." Oh God, keeping was, that alive. That was so funny, and and there was yes. sort of a weird pause in the editing where it was like a faraway shot of her just sitting there, and then a close up, and like half a second, and then "Let's go," and then Let's she's. Go. It was just such a weird beat, but uh, yes, it was "Knock on Wood" by Amy Stewart, previously performed on Drag Race when. So this lip sync only belongs to Mrs. Mateo. That's right. In that she's. I don't make dress. the rules. Yeah. No. I'm, I don't make them, but it, it is her lip sync. When, mm-hmm. No matter how great Sasha was. Yep. When she was it, a teaching assistant back then, Mrs. Mateo did a sure, knock on wood yeah. performance dressed as a cheesecake. Alexis. And yes. that's all I think about. Yep. Yes. They call her Miss Miss Alexis. Yeah. Miss Miss Alexis. Yeah. Her, like, the teaching aide. Yeah. yeah. Miss Alexis. Um, she was an undergrad doing her student teaching. Doing her hours. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting her, her teaching hours in. Um, I got to say, Anitra's outfit, she actually looked really inexperienced next to Sasha during this uh, finale lip sync. And most of it, I think, was because of the outfit. Um, I, I don't know if it was the padding, but I could like definitely see her underwear lines. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We don't want to see a panty line. I mean... I, it was just distracting. Yeah. It, I was just like, wait a second. This is the last... Lip sync. What happened here? Sasha looked so much more polished, which is the opposite of how Anitra was all season. Anitra was dog walked during this lip sync. Yeah. Well, and she had those boots on. Uh, White boots are the sign of a true hooker, and I love her for that. And I love her for that, but But, I don't know if those boots were serving her. Uh, No. Yeah. I. Well, you know, and here's the thing. Anitra, you know, and this we've talked about this before, there were some weeks that were weak. There was like that, that. There were uh, similar looks to this. Or is that like the that look with the lasers, that blue look with the lasers? Oh. That I was like, I don't. This isn't special. It's not funny. Um, there were times where I felt like we were kind of getting like B Nitra. We weren't getting the A Nitra. We we're getting B Nitra. We were like, what's wrong, Nitra? You know, what are you wearing? B Nitra. Um, B Nitra. It's B Nitra. It's it's, yeah, it's yeah. Benitra. What lies, B Nitra? What yeah. lies, B Nitra? <laughs> These are all lies. Yeah. Um. I, I thought she performed well. I did. Like, she is a great performer. She had one screw-up that they showed us, um, and obviously she played it off as really great, but that 360 jump split was, I mean, she it, she did not land it. Um, That's what Laomi said on Twitter. <laughs> oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. You know. Well, I'm glad Laomi's chiming in, because well, just like- uh, Sasha Colby's uh, dra- drag daughter on the show loves Laomi. So. Yeah, right? So it's all full circle there as well. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, that was the only kind of time. I, I also say she had that heart reveal, which was great. It was a, it was a, a gag, but I was kind of bothered that the ribbon didn't detach from her body. Well, it was certainly, if we're going to keep talking about full circle moments, like Anitra loves to wear a bodysuit with something hanging off of it. And that's how mm. she ended the season is wearing a bodysuit with something hanging off of it. So in a way I kind of loved it because it was like, that's Anitra for you, you know? Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter that it didn't really have anything to do with the song because Sasha's reveals didn't really have to do anything with the song. Like it, that didn't bother me. What bothered me was that it it didn't detach from her body, and I I feel like it was supposed to, mm. but maybe maybe it wasn't. I don't know. It just looked a little messy because she was trying to do the ribbon dance. She ended up doing like the the girl from Kill Bill uh, <laughs> oh, with the mace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's like it, what it reminds me of is when Candy Muse pulled out the flag in the final two lip sync and then it was like, oh, well, what do I yeah. do with this? You know, like you got to be careful. And I think it was smart for Sasha for all of her reveals to then just be on the floor for her to well, use listen. as she needed. 
Oh, listen. Okay. I haven't even spoken about the Sasha Golby. So uh, anyway, I, I'm just trying to dissect like why Anitra probably didn't win this lip sync. Um, there were just, there were just some flaws and yeah, I think you're, uh, you're asking a very important question. What's wrong, Anitra? <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> there it is. Um, I, I, you know, if I'm being honest with you, Sasha's first reveal was a little bit clunky. Mm. It was a little bit clunky, but yeah. she did come out like looking very gorgeous. And Anitra came out looking gorgeous also with some like details where I was like, oh, that's a little off. So I got to give it to Sasha for being like, okay, what do I want to look like when I'm standing still? Great. I'm going to look as high drag as possible. And, you know, great. I'm just going to reveal it. It's the first thing off. The second one was impressive because, you know, she had that. Uh, the, that that uh, bar, that raw that she was pulling out beat mm-hmm. by beat, and only to reveal her fucking nude trans body, which is just like, you better fucking work, right? That that story that's being told there, like an entire theater was screaming and cheering for her body when she revealed that out. Like, think of the big picture in that, right? I mean, yeah, she was she was giving me uh, Nomi Malone at the Goddess at this point. Mary. Um, And what I love that about these two very big things that she discarded from her body, the dress and then the the kind of the bigger dress and the coat weather, um, she had a whole set now to play with. She could be a total sex pot on which to play. And I just I, I love when a queen uses the discarded costume as a set piece, not as a prop, but as a set piece that is dragged to me. She she had her own. I think, as you put it earlier in the in our discussion, she had this whole set to have a photo shoot on. Well, and and, and I didn't go back to look, but I felt like Kylie Sunik, Love Hewitt, Michelle Geller Lang had a similar kind of vibe in her all-star six finale lip sync mm. in terms of the coat on the floor. And, and I feel, I felt like there was some lounging among her clothing on the floor mm. by the end as well that I thought was like, to me felt like, Oh, I love, let's keep talking about full circles. I love the connection. I love like this, this Colby moment, you know, yeah. and they were right, roommates. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so th- People are saying that there were only two reveals for Sasha. For me, there was three. And the third one was the fatality. And it was fatality by hair flipping. She was naked. The whole audience was screaming. And then she released her hair, which is, I feel like, part of her brand. It's similar to, like, when a wizard gets the wand back or when Katniss gets her bow and arrows in the Hunger Games arena or when any kind of character gets their weapon of choice. It's all over. It's done. Sign sealed, delivered. She will demolish you. And she had that hand, hair strand pulling moment and we died. It was when that came out, I was like, OK, here it is. She's done. It, it was just it was so clear watching this. It was like. I don't even like. Don't come back to Anitra. Go back to Sasha. Like I just, and yes. It, it just, it just was what it was, and uh, it was great. It was. I mean, if anything, I do agree with Marsha. That was so fast. It, I would have loved for this to be a longer lip sync. That way, I, I can't believe they kept that in. That was, or they they focused on it. It wasn't like it slipped in there. That was so fast. I agree. You know. This is not funny. That was so fast, you know? 
you know, I, 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 I think we know who we're going to give the best sporting actress to to this episode, but the shots of the audience were very much a best supporting kind of actress moment. All of the queens, Kara Kobe, all of them. It, like the, the, the one twinkie-ass queen screaming during Anitra's like that they cut to. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, whenever they cut to somebody just like literally screaming their head off, it's, oh God, it's, it's one of those Oprah's favorite things moments. It is so funny and totally unnecessary. <laughs> There's this certain way that, and I feel like you could do a whole montage of it at these finales, but there's a certain way that they show like, like a gay man standing up and clapping. You know what I mean? There's just a certain, like, it's like a, it's like a move. It's like doing a squat, you know, in in the Hell's Kitchen gym. It's just this like smooth stand up and clap moment. And they, they cut to that so many times of just... It's it's it. I don't know what it is. It's, it's Meryl Streep at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's it, it cut to gay man standing up and clapping. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or like acknowledging something. There's that. There was that one guy with. Uh, I think it was during Lux's after Lux's reveal. There's this very attractive man with a mustache. Oh yeah. Uh huh. He was he was shown maybe like four or five times the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um and. He had those reactions. That's right. That's right. There was like a group of three men. One of them looks very suspiciously like one of our listeners from Seattle. I don't want to name him by name, but uh, if you are listening, Mary, was that you? We Um, saw you. We saw you at the Drag Race finale. Yes. Um, There were like three of them standing. It was always a faraway shot, but there were like three of them. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw them like four or five times. Anyway, you know. I, you got to give it to them, Biella. You got to give it to them. They were all doing what they were supposed to do, which was go insane. <laughs> None of them need to put their hands on the armrests to stand up, and that bothers me. <laughs> Not right, even Coco one Peru hand. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Anyway, that's the finale. Sasha Colby wins. Uh, this season is over. We're going to talk about the season kind of as a whole uh, the whole season, the whole season, the whole season. I have to go. We have to leave to Nuance, uh, which is our Patreon. Um, but Mary, any final thoughts, any BSAs you want to announce? Well, you know, I think it, it's an important nomination, I think, to throw a BSA rose and flower to Jinx Monsoon. I think she really was a shining mm-hmm. star, a shining BSA for me. But I like my heart. And again, this is a for full circles for the theme here. My heart says the BSA is a shared BSA between sugar and spice. <laughs> spice in the audience as the like the, the proxy, you know, friend of the family and then sugar, not lip syncing. I, I couldn't stop laughing every time I saw them. And I just, I, I have so grown to appreciate them as them. And I just, I loved how they appeared in this finale. It was perfect. Well, all right, Mary. I think we're gonna leave it there. Well, who's your BSA? Uh, happy. Oh, I I I give it to Jinx or Carrie Colby. All right, all right. Yeah, I I really. I mean, just she just brought so much joy. Um, if I'm gonna make a joke, I'm gonna give it to Kevin Bacon's VHS tapes. I gotta know what's on those tapes. <laughs> Girl. I gotta know, you know, when he records things, does he fast forward the to the commercials, or are there ad- are there old lens crafters ads on there I could be watching? You know, what's on there? What's on Kevin Bacon's tapes? Uh, um, 
Anyway, uh, Marys, if you have any thoughts on the season, on this finale, you can reach out to us on Instagram at allrightmarypod. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go over to our website, www.allrightmary.com, to find our merch or reach out to us there. And if you want, I'm on Instagram occasionally at Johnny also. And you can hear even more of me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, where we queen out on best supporting actresses like Sugar and Spice. Uh, actually, nothing like Sugar and Spice, but we do queen out on best supporting actresses. And you can find me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can find more of both of us uh, on Patreon, where this week we will be having our final nuance episode of the season. We'll be naming our – I'll definitely have a BSA of the season. We'll be talking about what's going to be going in the time capsule for the season and you know so much more and that's all at patreon.com slash all right mary all right mary well i thought it was very appropriate for our final last chance lip sync of this season to be the future starts now by kim petrus a song i could see sasha colby lip syncing to a song that i think has to do kind of with what Sasha Colby kind of represents, obviously Kim Petras being the fabulous trans star that she is. Uh, and that is our last chance of sync of the season. So Marys, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Tatines. Tatines.